Hey, welcome to the Confidence in Christ podcast. I'm Kayla, a redeemed child of God, mom, wife, and someone who's actively seeking to find the reason behind people's unwavering confidence in Christ. Come along with me and find out how they do it, no matter what season of life they're in. Today, I get the opportunity to introduce you to a wonderful woman. Her name is Susie Eller. She is an ECPA best-selling author, podcaster, and is frequently listed as the top 100 Christian women bloggers. She's an international speaker, Bible teacher, ministering to women across the U.S. and in several countries. Susie is also the author of 12 books. Her most recent, Prayer Starters, Talking with God About Hard Times, is what we focus on on in this conversation. Susie has served as a writer and team member of the Proverbs 31 Ministries for 14 years and was a contributor for Encouragement for Today and First5.org. She is the co-host of the More Than Small Talk podcast and also does her own podcast, Prayer Starters, which have two to three minute prayers. Sound familiar? She is amazing. Susie is a popular media guest and has been featured on places like Focus on the Family, K-Love, and Daystar. She is also a mom to three grown children and their spouses. She's the wife to Richard and a gaga to six beautiful grandchildren. When she's not riding, she's with her family, hiking and cycling and being outside. She loves dancing with her littles in the farmer's market, filling the kitchen with her love language of cooking, and just holding conversations about faith around the table. Susie is just a well-rounded friend, and I cannot wait for you to meet her. I am so excited to chat with you today, Susie, about um, not only your um, devotional book, but just to get to know you a little bit better. So thanks for joining me. Oh, I feel really honored. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Well, the first thing I ask everybody is what their go-to book of the Bible is. Oh, it's Luke. And about... Oh, goodness. Ten years ago, I was just in this place of like deep cynicism because of things that were going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I'm going to go back into the book of Luke for a couple of weeks and just rediscover who Jesus is. Like, Mm -hmm. just go back and sit as a disciple and listen. And um, I was there two years. So (laughs) that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, and actually had a couple of books come out of that season where I just wanted to fall in love with Christ all over again. So Luke is, Luke's my go-to. That's wonderful. And you're right. Just sitting at his feet, hearing the stories, like reliving yes. those times is so, so neat. Um, I'm going to put a plug in for something I don't get any credit for, but have you seen The Chosen? You know what? I have started watching and I love it. I it's, love it so much. It's so good. And the gospels just come to life in mm-hmm. such a real way through that show. So there's my shameless plug. I have been to the theaters <laughs> twice to see the new season three release. And I am like chomping at the bit to get the whole season three. So enjoy. Yeah. And if you need anybody to talk about it with, you are more than welcome to contact me because I will talk about The Chosen all day long. <laughs> it's got to do with Jesus. And it just, it makes you hungry for the gospels like Luke and yeah. Matthew and Mark. Like you just want to read more and find out more. So yeah, there's there's my random plug. But yes, the gospels are great. And just sitting at his feet and just just gleaning from him because he's the mm-hmm. best and ultimate teacher. So, yeah, yeah. That's- well, and that's that's the thing is uh, just the image of who Jesus is can get really tangled and cluttered. 
mm-hmm. especially now, it's oh. always, especially now. And, and so to be able to, whether it's through the chosen and the book of Luke or, yeah. or Mark, or to be able to sit and say, okay, no, this is who Jesus is. This is, and, and it allows you to take what is out there that's cloudy and cluttered and put it to the side and say, no, 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 this is, this is who Jesus is. And this is why I call myself a believer. And so it's, it's a good, it's a good place to go. Yeah. Well, it's just a safe place. Like just Um, know that like, that's where Jesus is. So we can just sit at his feet and just relax, dine at his table, put our feet up at the table, just like his disciples did all those years ago. (laughs) Yes. Because we're disciples too, you know? Or the 13th disciple. We get to hang out there in the same place. Oh, I love that. I love that imagery. Um, Okay, so can you tell my friends just a little bit about yourself? Oh, wow. You know, I never know what to do with that question. But um, ministry-wise, I've been been in ministry for well over two decades. Just felt such a call. I believe ministry is right where we're at. But the the full-time ministry that that God called me into is writing and speaking and teaching was well over 20 years ago. And I was with a ministry called Proverbs 31 with Lisa Turkhurst for about 14 years, stepped away about two years ago. And um, I'm a host of two podcasts, uh, More Than Small Talk and Prayer Starters. And then on the personal side, uh, I've been married to a guy I love like crazy for a really long time. That's and I awesome. like him as a, I like him as a human. He's just, a, <laughs> he's a, he's a cool man. And I'm a mom to three and their spouses. And then I have uh, six, used to call them littles. They're growing up right now yeah. so fast. So they don't feel little anymore, but six grandkids that um, I love. So Yeah. Oh, that's so Susie awesome. in a nutshell. <laughs> that's so wonderful. I love it. Like, I love him so much. And like, I like him as a person too. Like, that's great. I do. He's a really good human. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, well, I, so I was telling you before I hit record, I had no idea when I asked you that you had this huge ministry background with Proverbs 31 <laughs> and writing like 12 plus books and all these different things. I was just like, oh, prayer stars, like, this is so wonderful. I would love to talk to her. And when yeah. you respond and you're like, yes, like, that would be great. I And I like looked you up and like researched a little bit and I was like, oh, I need to like sit straight up. But then you reassured me that like, <laughs> it's okay. Like we all love Jesus. We're just talking. So yeah. can you kind of um, tell us just a little bit about how your prayer life was before you wrote this prayer starters book, because I know it came from such a sweet place. Yeah. So this is actually something I've been doing a long time. Like I alluded to, I wasn't raised in any kind of form of, of faith and home was hard. And when I became a believer, like I was starting at ground zero, I knew nothing about Jesus, about the Bible. I had encountered him in a small church uh, by the invitation of a friend. And honestly, it just made me mad to think that that God was truly real because I didn't believe in him before. Uh, And that home was so hard. Mm. (laughs) And yet, the Lord just met me where I was at and showed me that he had always seen me, that yeah. he loved me. And one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted to learn how to talk to God. Mm-hmm. And it's 
felt like that others would say to me, well, if you just do A, B, and C, it's going to equal B. And I thought, man, the last thing I want is formulaic prayer. Like, I just want to talk to God. And so um, I began to kind of stumble into just what I would say is prayer that's right where I, I am in the moment. Like, I would be in the Word and I would read something. And I'd talk to God about that. I'd be like, okay, Lord, this is who your character is. This is who you were to Peter or John or the lame man or the adulterous woman or the religious man who met you in the middle of the night. And I would begin to talk to him about that and just say, okay, so is this who you are to me here in my real life? And so the word became kind of just like, I I just started journaling my prayers years and years ago. I have, I have books and books of, of just messy prayers between God and I. Um, and so I began to talk to women who both were either new believers all the way to women who had been prayer warriors or faith warriors for years and years who would say prayer feels complicated to me. Yeah. And I started sharing, hey, this is. This is how God and I have been talking. It's not a formula, but of course I talk to him throughout the day. And of course you can have prayer time, but here's the word. And it is one way that God talks to us. And here's ways that we can pull from this, just little prayer conversations or prayer starters with God. And women were like, yes. (laughs) And so I started teaching that years ago. So the answer to your question is that this is how that, I stumbled into being able to have just authentic, raw conversations with God years ago. One part of it, just a small part of it. Mm -hmm. And then I decided about two years ago, I approached my publisher and I said, you know, I just keep hearing from people who say, especially when they're in a hard season, Mm -hmm. man, I just want to tell God all the things, but I don't, I don't. I, I try to go and I try to do it formula. I try to praise and petition them. And it just, it feels very distant. Or I try to do this and I, or I don't have the words to say. So I hide from God because I feel somehow I should have the words to say. And yeah. and I told my publisher, I said, can we, I've never done anything like this. I've always been a Bible teacher. My books are usually, um, you know, Christian living. And, and I said, can I just create a tool, not a book about prayer, but a book that helps women connect to God through prayer, right where they're at. Can I, can I just throw that at you and see what you think? Yeah. And they loved it. So this is the first actually book in the series that has come out. Okay. And um, yeah, so that that's what this is. This is how I've been able to learn the power of God's word in personal prayer. I love that. Well, and I'm super excited that this is the first, like that means there might yeah. be more. Yay! There will be more. Because it's, yeah. so, it's so beautifully laid out. And I have to say, as somebody who loves to write in books, I love that it's a lay flat book. So like, yes. if you're like, oh, how am I going to write in this? It's a lay flat book. And it's so it's nice. It's a lay flat book. Yeah, nobody likes to sit with a book on their lap that keeps falling off yes. their lap. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, this is, that is something that the publisher, when I approached them and said, 
as a journaler, as somebody who loves to write out, my fingertips are how I talk to God, whether that's yes. on a keyboard or with a pen in my hand. Can we make this to where it's easier to do? And they did. So yeah. I'm grateful. Well, and the the prayers are so accessible for everyone. And then this makes the book just that much more accessible. So it's not like, oh, like I would love to use that, but it's going to be kind of awkward to hold it. Like it just, it's so, so nice. So if you've been looking for a book that you want to help you like just start talking to God authentically and you haven't found one that just lays on your lap, we've got it. I'm going to link it in the (laughs) show notes and send one to everyone. Um, I, I, it's so, it's so nice. I love, I love the layout of it. Um, as you just started and I love that on each page, you've got scripture and then Mm -hmm. you've got your prayer starter. Um, as you dove deeper, how did that help you connect with God? Um, I know like it helped you get to know his character better and you asked him about those things, but that deep relationship, um, how did that kind of grow and morph as you went along? You know, it's funny. Um, there is such power in the word of God. Like we know that the, the word tells us that it tells us that it's powerful and effective. We know that it's it's sharper than a two-edged sword. Mm-hmm. We know those things. But so as I begin to to dive into into scripture my heart is as a bible teacher which is funny because god used as someone who wasn't raised in church who had to start at ground zero who had such a hunger for the word and he somehow he can use anybody you know that that's what i love about him yeah what i i want to do is i want to share with you maybe and i'm gonna um there's a scripture in one in Psalm 145, 14. I just want to share with you. This is how the power of the word and the power of prayer can draw us together. Not too long ago, I was reading Psalm 145. And have you ever been reading? And then all of a sudden, like there's just a verse that kind of like leaps from the page. And what we yes. usually do is we grab a highlighter and we highlight it. And then we keep going. Well, I learned a long time ago that if the Holy Spirit like brings a verse out of the pages for whatever reason, it's a good, it's a good thing to just pause for a moment mm-hmm. and ask why. And so I did this not too long ago. I was in a place. Um, I lost my brother this month and he's my little brother. I love him. He's my buddy. I love him with my whole heart. And he's been in such a hard season with cancer over this last several months. Mm-hmm. And we have been wrapping around him. And I was exhausted spiritually, mentally, physically. Um, My heart was hurting. And so where do we go when our heart hurts? We go to the Lord. So I'm sitting and I'm reading Psalm 145, 14. And it says, the Lord upholds all who fall and he lifts up all who are bowed down. And that's, that's a simple verse, but it leapt from the page. Yeah, And I thought, okay, Holy Spirit, who the Father knows my heart right now. You know everything he knows about me. Here's this pause. What are you trying to say? And, and I began to just dig deep into that and say, the Lord upholds. And, and, and I'm sorry to go so deep with you, but it's no, just powerful do. what the word can do. Yeah, The Lord upholds. And that word upholds. Have you ever been running? 
and or hiking at an intense level and you're just at the end of yourself and so you yeah find like a tree a pole or something and you just prop your whole body on it yeah. that's the image here the lord upholds he sustains he becomes something that we can lean into so the lord upholds those who fall and that word fall means that you are at the end of yourself and you can't even get up mm. so the lord upholds he's a strong place he lets you lean your whole self into him when you are at the end of yourself and you can't even get up you're just done and it goes on to say and he lifts up and that word lifts up that phrase lifts up means that he doesn't just stand you on your shaky knees but that he literally lifts you up and out of that place that you're at and he lifts you into comfort, into life. And then it finishes this small verse. He lifts up all who are bowed down. And bowed down, we think of worship, but that's not what it means here. It means that they're crushed under a weight that's too big for them. They're bowed down. And so completely changes this verse for me. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, oh, the Lord lifts up those who are at the end of themselves. He's, he's my strong weight my strong um place where i can lean into and he lifts me up not just to stand but he lifts me into comfort he lifts me into life because i'm at a place where i'm crushed under a weight that's too big for me and all of a sudden i see the character of god right where i'm at yeah which leads into this place where i can now see he's talked to me He's shown me something new about himself and I can come back to him and say, God, I do feel like I'm at the end of myself. Mm. I do feel like I'm crushed under a weight. This is too big. I can't fix it, but I can lean into you. Mm. <laughs> you can pick me up and you can lift me into comfort today. Just the right amount of comfort that I need. You can lift me into life that I can only find in you in the midst of death. And, and mm -hmm. so that's how prayer starters was conceived. That's, yeah. that's how even in my podcast, that's, that's where we start is it takes the word of God and it changes the way we see who God is. But we also understand that the word of God is a way that God communicates to us and gives us the opportunity then to turn around and to just raw, vulnerable, honest, yeah. talk back to him. Well, and that's, that's truly what he wants. He just wants that raw, vulnerable, just openness with him. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. Yeah. And there's times that, you know, if you read the scripture through this eyes and you listen to David, who is being pursued by Saul, who doesn't have a safe place to hide, who doesn't know if he can trust his men or not. Mm. And you hear his prayers, who calls out and says, God, why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you called me to this, but this is where I'm at. And why am I here? But then he goes on to say, hey, you know, that what I do know is that you meet me in this wilderness place. So it's mm. just this incredible, it brings the word of God to life which helps you understand the character of God, which I tell you, just it, it ignites your faith. Yes. Well, and the more like we can't just 
just read it at face value. We need to dive into that and to dig into verses. Um, I've started doing this over the last few years as well. Mm-hmm. And it just, like you said, it just brings it to life. It makes it so in the moment because God is an yeah. in the moment God. He's not one that's yeah. far off. He is right there with us. And yeah. just the way you broke down the scripture, it just kind of confirmed in me, like that is how we read scripture to really understand who God is, because we have so much out of that one verse about who <laughs> the Lord is like, yeah. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. Awesome. And, and what to do like, okay, Suze, yeah. you can't get up. God's not mad at you. Lean into him. <laughs> you yeah. know, he, he's going to be your strong place. And yeah. so, yeah. And, and not every scripture is going to be that not every story right but I do know this is that if we shy away because Mm -hmm. sometimes we do like yeah even me doing that with you guys you might somebody might say well I can't you know I can't do that I couldn't either I couldn't either I started as someone who didn't know the word of God and so I just began to really dig in but I, I paid attention to the pauses. I paid attention mm-hmm. to where I felt the Lord saying, okay, sis, slow down. Yeah. Slow down here. I have something I want to show you about who I am. I want to I show you something about my character. I want to show you something um, that will encourage you right where you are because you've been talking to me about this. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk back to you. <laughs> like, yeah. And so, Yeah. Say it's his response. And when we get into that place where it's hard to be vulnerable with God, or like you said, we just, we have no idea what to say, like just dive in and just, um, I used to, (laughs) I used to laugh at myself. I still do. I would like, you know, when you open a phone book and you just close your eyes and like point, like that's the person you call. I used to try and do that with the Bible. Like, Oh, God will lead me. And I'd open it up and just like lay it out and point. I found now that sometimes it works, sometimes not so much, but just going to where you can find the Lord, like go into those gospels. If you just need to be around him and you don't know what to say, just find the gospels and then just read. Just like you said, the the Holy Spirit will highlight something for you, make you pause and then just pray on that. Like, what does this mean? How does this apply to me? God, he is going to speak to you. And um, I love that you offer that journaling space in your book, because that is how I process. I am a writing processor. Like I can't, I can talk it out, but just writing it solidifies everything in my brain. Yeah, And it's just, it's such a gift because then when you look back, you have that proof of what you said to God, what God said back. And it's just this great running conversation that can go on for years and years and years. It's absolutely, it's so, it's so fun. Looking back is really cool. Because we, we tend to forget sometimes that we prayed a specific prayer and that it was answered. I don't know if it it, in a specific way, but it was answered, it unfolded. And then to look back and say, oh man, God met me there. And at the time I didn't see it, Mm -hmm. but I see it now, you know, that's, that's really faith bolstering. And Mm -hmm. so there's places all throughout the book. It's, you know, I have the prayer starters, but I also wanted places where we could pause too. I didn't want this to be a to-do or a list or I just tackle it every day. I wanted it to be a place where if you show up, because that's really, honestly, if people ask me, you know, Susie, how do I have a prayer life that is vibrant and alive? 
Just show up. Yes. Just show up. Don't worry about eloquence. Don't worry about the words you're going to say. Just show up. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted places where they we are able to like take a moment and to dig just a little bit deeper. Yeah. And because for me, again, I, I, it's really weird because I'm part Mary, part Martha. Um, <laughs> I have a Mary heart, but I am a Martha through and through as far as like getting stuff done. Yep. And so it appeals to both of me to be able to take yeah. a moment and look back and say, oh God, look at what you did. Oh Lord, here's a place. You know, we, we worked on this this week. We talked about this this week. But Father, I'm just, man, I'm still a mess here inside. Could we just sit here for a minute or two or a day or two and mm-hmm. just go a little bit deeper on this? Because I want you to take up residence there. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a creative book for sure. Yeah. It's, it's not meant to be a book, like I said, about prayer. It, it's right. just there's so many great books out there about prayer. Awesome. I have, I have some on my shelf. I wanted a book that would help women connect through prayer. And that's a different animal. Yeah, completely. Because we can know all the knowledge and know all the information, but to actually apply it and be able to just communicate with God, which is, I mean, what we're supposed to do. That's what the Bible tells us. Like We have to have that relationship with him. Without that, we've got nothing. So to have something that just kind of kickstarts that and helps us understand yeah. that we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to have all the right words or know all about yeah. the Bible. Like we just have to talk to him and yeah. he will speak back. Hey, I wanted to take just a moment and let you know that I am now offering more ways to get encouragement and build your confidence in Christ. KaylaDiane.com is the website the Lord led me to launch at the end of 2022. There you will have access to weekly blog posts, podcast episodes, Bible study resources, and more, offering encouragement and insight to help you draw closer to Jesus. You also have the opportunity to join my email community, a little sunshine in the form of an email landing in your inbox once a month. I pray that this website not only helps you build your confidence in Christ, but also connects you to a community of other believers walking a similar journey as you. I can't wait to see you over at KaylaDiane.com. Check the show notes for the link. As you've done this, um, how have you heard him kind of speak back? Because um, I'm working with my daughter. She is almost 10 and we're working on like how to, not how to pray, but just kind of just talk to him type of thing. And she goes, well, how am I supposed to hear him? Like, how do I hear God? And I've got my different ways that I've kind of taught her, but what are some things that you've heard or um, how you've heard God respond to you? Yeah, he's such a unique God. I love that about him because we're so individual. I love that God speaks to us in a myriad of ways. Mm -hmm. Sometimes God speaks to me through another human, somebody Mm -hmm. who comes up and just says, Suze, listen, I love you. And I've been praying for you. And I just feel like I want to encourage you with this. And, and it's beautiful. There are times that I'm wrestling at 3am, 3am in the morning with just something that's heavy on the heart. And I cry out to God and I sense him close, not necessarily all the answers, Mm -hmm. but I sense him close. And that's enough. You Mm -hmm. know, that's enough in that moment to know that I'm not alone. Of course, the power of God's word speaks to me. 
Um, And, you know, I was talking to someone really close to me one time and, and he said, Susan, man, I know you say that God speaks to you, but God has never spoken to me. And I said, you know, maybe God speaks to you in a way that is uniquely you because he loves you. And we began to talk about that. And he told me about something that happened on an airplane as he was reading a book and and the Lord just kind of opened a door in an area where the Lord wanted to heal. And I said, that's God speaking. Mm -hmm. He was like, really? (laughs) Yes. Yes. You know, it, 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 it's, it's not audible. It's not, can he do that? Yes. Um, he's, he's never written something on the wall that I can see right. <laughs> that like for that person he did, but the Lord is a uniquely like your daughter. He knows her. He mm. loves her. He knows her DNA, her spiritual DNA, her physical DNA. And he is going to speak to her in a way that lights up her heart inside mm. and we're never going to discount that. Like, I'm never going right. to say it has to look like this. No, God is uniquely, he, he uniquely designed us, he uniquely mm-hmm. speaks to us. I have a friend that she's like, every time I watch a movie, it's like, oh, I see these profound things in there. And she said, no way God speaks to me through that movie. And I said, why not? Right. Why not? You just told me you had this complete epiphany about your faith. and like what do you where do you think that came from you know she's like oh wow so anyway yeah just being just being ready at all times because we don't know when he's when he'll speak or how he'll speak but just kind of keeping our ears perked and our eyes ready on the horizon to see him moving and being able to recognize him and the only way we can recognize him is if we know him and we get to know him through our prayers through scripture and just spending time with him so just showing up just show up just show up yes (laughs) show up as you are and listen, for some of you, that's going to be, I show up at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. and I are not friends. <laughs> and so I, God and I are never going to be talking at 6 a.m. unless I'm, you know, unless something weird is going on or he wakes me up or, but, you know, find a time mm. that works for you. Find yeah. a way that works for you. Uh, when my brother was, first diagnosed and he was a seeker um and we had talked about the lord so many times you know just talking chatting about the beauty of who jesus is and um one night he called me and it was really late and he said susie i'm struggling so much Mm. and i want to talk to god like you say that i can you say that he hears and i want to talk to him but i don't know how And so I made him several 3 a.m. prayer starters just out of the word of God and printed them out. And they were Ron's 3 a.m. prayer starters. And he would reach Mm. for them in the middle of the night. And he would read a verse and then read the the short few lines that sprung from that verse. And and then he began to talk to God. and, Mm. And it was beautiful to watch. And this is the thing. Some would say that we have to be at a certain place in our faith mm-hmm. to talk to God. Mm-hmm. I think about the thief on the cross. Yes. You know, yep. 
Jesus didn't go look up his Facebook profile to make sure, or his Instagram, to make sure that he was at an acceptable level of faith before he spoke to him. He invited him that day to an encounter that would change him for eternity. And so, like, I love that just showing up Mm. is the most powerful thing that we can do. Yeah, and it is. It's just showing up it's just being present with him what if what if I have friends that are just afraid to show up because you had said earlier like sometimes we run from him because we're like I I wouldn't even know where to start so what about what about those ones that are just like I I don't even know how to show up what how can we help them yeah well this is where discovering the character of God is so powerful you know um just showing up means that we come with a belief that God wants to talk to us too. And that is yeah. true. And so that's what I would say to that person is, is God wants to talk to you too. Mm-hmm. Number two, and I love Matthew 6, 8, because it says that he knows what we need before we even ask. It takes all the pressure off for me right. because he knows what I need before I even ask. So I just show up because yeah. he already knows. And whether that results in words or the beginning of relationship, or a deepening, or just the sense that this is something where you and God are going to meet, and you're going to be raw and honest and vulnerable. There is such, um, I I don't even know the right word, there is such connection, Mm. and such beauty in all of that. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I would just say to them that he wants to talk to you too, Yeah. you know, and, and, and that he's not looking for you to be a certain way or have the right words or because he already knows. Mm-hmm. So it's more about the connection than it is the words, because there's power when we encounter Jesus there's power there yeah and that's what I would say to him is oh come on sis let's just go show up (laughs) yep we'll just sit together and sometimes it's as simple as just sitting together just being in the room with someone that you you don't speak a word to each other you might say hi when you first enter but then you just sit and you just talk to God on your own whether it's out loud or quiet um my uh, Bible study that I meet with um, on Monday mornings where we just finished last week. We had 11 weeks and now I'm not sure what I'm going to do for the next six <laughs> while we take a break. Like, <laughs> because just being in that room with them and yeah. we don't even have to talk. It's just, you can feel the presence of God. So if you need that, find someone that, you know, has a good connection with God, that deep relationship and just go sit with them. Yeah. Go sit at the coffee yeah. shop together. Don't talk and just sit and read your Bibles or prayer, ask each other yeah. questions and just be around others. Like, um, I'm trying to remember what book it was. It was a secular book, but it was, you are like the five people that you have in your, like your innermost circle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if, I've read that. If you want to be more connected to Christ, find five people that are deeply connected to Christ and then shove them into your inner circle so fast that it makes your head spin. Like <laughs> get around those people. It's so, so helpful. Have you found that as yeah. well? Well, sure. I mean, like when we were talking before we started recording and you were like, oh, you've written books and you've done that. And I wanted to say, and I did say it, yeah. we're two sisters who love Jesus. Um, 
our ages are different, you know, mm-hmm. our, we live in different places in the, in the nation. Um, we're two people who love Jesus. And so I will walk away encouraged by your faith today. And I pray that you walk away encouraged from mine. Mm. And, and, and I do want to put this out there because it's really important is that, that sometimes there are people who are, there's a difference between messy and toxic. We're all messy. I'm messy. Um, But if there's, if there's someone in your inner circle that expects you, their standards are higher than God's for you, then then it's okay to find healthy community. So you keep going. Jesus often did that. It was so cool because like he didn't stay around if he had a crowd around him and they were like, Jesus, you have to be this. You need to do this. And he didn't stay in debate with them. He Mm -hmm. just kept going. It was like, oh, I'm going to let you work that out. You know, he might (laughs) have spoke truth, but he kept going. He didn't, he didn't stay in that unhealthy, toxic community. Mm -hmm. So he loved them with Mm -hmm. his whole heart. But he had a mission and that was to, to do what the, the father had called him to do. And so even seeing that, and sometimes when I look at, at, at the people around me, I'm just like, oh, I'm so messy. She's messy. Thank you, God, for grace. This is beautiful. Yeah. Um, so we're not looking for perfection, mm-hmm. but it does make a difference to stand shoulder to shoulder with other women. We love Jesus. It really does. Yeah. Well, and you're gonna you're gonna emulate and just kind of not necessarily copy, but when you see something like that, like if just like your yeah. friends with the prayer starters, they're like, wait, we need those because yeah, if that worked for you. That's that will work for me probably. So just sharing with yeah. one another what God's doing in our lives, how we're connecting with him is so, so important. So plugging into the local church and um, finding yeah. those one-on-one friends and even online communities. I know you've got yes, one as well that I do. just connect with people and mm-hmm. just be around others who love Jesus and just want to get deeper with him just like we do. Yeah, it's so funny because, um, you know, on Facebook, and I know there's so many options with, with all of them, and but just for whatever reason, Facebook is a place where I've been able to, to to come alongside and stand shoulder to shoulder with other women. But I decided about two years ago, we ha- I had this page that I do, and I do ministry, and it's talking about living free in your faith. But I wanted a smaller table where we could be mm-hmm. a group and just talk. So I opened up that table and just said, hey, come on in. Let's see. We have about a thousand women in there. I thought it would be like 50. But yeah. it's so cool to me because, you know, the Lord just, like we just make a bigger table and yeah. and I found that we have some we have some just guidelines in there that we don't give each other advice we just love each other we mm. we encourage each other and um what I have found is that just as I need that in my own life there are women who crave that as well so face to face online both it yeah. works Well, and just like that, knowing that you're in a safe place where nobody's going to try and fix you. Nobody's going to try and tell you what to do. They are just going to love on you and point you back to Jesus. Like those are the friends that you need so, so desperately in your life. Yeah. Yeah. We all do. I was going through this season that I've been in with the loss. um, It's been really cool to me how other women have just 
naturally loved me well mm. and, and, and random things, you know, just, um, I, I went to church yesterday. I haven't been a long time. And like I said, we just, I just lost him yeah. and we just had his service. So I've been in the hospice house off and on in another state, uh, for the last several weeks. So I walked into my home church and just woman after woman coming up and just saying, I love you, Suze. I love you. You know, giving me a hug. No words that say they could be, you know, nothing that's just their sheer presence of saying, I see you. I know your heart is hurting and I got you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those three words are powerful. I got you. Whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. Just like show up. Just show up with Jesus. Like it's simple. Like Jesus didn't make this complicated. It's all about being simple with our friends, being simple Mm -hmm. with God and just coming Mm -hmm. and just being authentic. And I love how you um, just show us that not only through your books and through the prayer stars, but just who you are. Like you're just so authentic and so real. And I'm so appreciative of that because I feel like that's a hidden gem these days. And um, it's one that we need to let shine brightly and just give God all the glory for it. Yeah. You know, uh, I love in scripture where Jesus sent the 72 ahead of him. Mm. And when he sent them, he prayed over them, he commissioned them, he sent them out. They had no idea what to expect, you know, but I remember reading and them running back to him and just saying, Oh, Jesus, you would not believe what happened. You know, people were healed in your name and there were miracles and people uh, accepted this good gospel and it's changing them. And they were so excited. And when I think about us being in ministry, what you're doing, what I'm doing, that mama holding the baby right now, because it's absolute ministry, Mm -hmm. um, whatever it is, wherever you're at, I feel like that we're those 72 times a million. Like it just says, go, I, I, I've commissioned you. I have my hand over you. Mm-hmm. Just go be uniquely you. Tell them that I'm coming and who I am. And then just watch what God can do. Watch what I can do. And, and I, I, I want to, even 22 years later after being in ministry, I want the awe. Yeah. <laughs> to never go away. I want to be one of those 72 running back and saying, look at what you did. I mean, Lord, I had no idea you could use um, a young girl who was raised in a dysfunctional, hard home, who had no idea who Jesus was. And you not only rescued my heart and transformed my life and generations after me, but Lord, I have this immense privilege of being able to go before you and say, this is who Jesus is. So as long as, as, I mean, and that's a prayer too. If if we lose that and we can, we can lose that and all the pressure to perform and all the pressure of numbers and we can lose that. And and to be able to pray and just say, restore to me the Mm -hmm. awe of the, of my calling, just as David said, restore to me the joy of my salvation, restore to me the awe of my calling. Jesus, show me what I get to do and what a privilege it is. And it's not about all of these things that we think matter. Um, it's about you. Yeah. And and he'll do that. 
So yeah. absolutely do that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm pretty sure that was just for me. So everybody else <laughs> listening can just, you can listen to, but oh my goodness. No, I, I love that because we do, we lose sight of it. We get caught up in the numbers. We get caught up in what we're doing or what God is like, even if he's asked us something, he's ordained us to do something, we get caught up in doing it and we forget, yeah. oh yeah, I'm doing this for him. I need to look to him and see what yeah. he says about it. And it's so easy to get swept up in the everyday of life. But when we ask for that awe and we keep that awe just at the forefront mm-hmm. of our mind, so many more things are just highlighted, not only in scripture, but in life when he interacts with us. So yeah. that was great. And I get to see Jesus instead of you, which yes. is yes. awesome. Because right. like, I have a podcast, More Than Small Talk, and we passed a million downloads back in September. Awesome. 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 I'm so excited about that because it's a million faces, names and people. But I also got to sit in hospice at my brother's bedside Mm. and I got to sing Jesus loves you as he went to eternity. And that is Mm. just as powerful an audience. And and I get to sit with my grandson who has questions about Jesus and and I get to talk to him just as powerful. So the awe means that we understand that the one is as important to Jesus as the million. Mm-hmm. And so that completely changes what we do as well. Yes, 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 yes. Preach, preach it all. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> no, seriously. And that's such good encouragement for us kind of as we wrap up, like it doesn't yeah. matter what God has commissioned you to do. If he has sent you, which he has, it is mm-hmm. important to him, whether it's just to your kids or to the women down the street or to millions of people, mm-hmm. he is he's got such a great plan and purpose for you and just communicating with him in that authentic way is how Mm -hmm. you're going to know what he wants you to do so thank you so much for your time do you have any kind of I mean it's been nothing but encouragement (laughs) but do you have anything else that you're like I really want to leave them with this well I just would say that um I talked about the 3 a.m prayer starter cards for my brother I'd love for you to have some of those for your own self. I, I have some over on my website at suvaneller.com yeah. and you can just click on the the book prayer starters and it'll, it'll take you there. But we all have those moments where we long with our whole heart to talk to God and we don't know what to say. And I would say, take any guilt or pressure or anything off of you And whether it's using a tool like that or just showing up as you are, Mm. um, that's my final three words is just show up. I love it. And it's, again, it's so simple. And that's all Jesus asked of us. So I am so thankful for our conversation. I know um, I've got people running through my mind, myself included, that just need this poured over them. So thank you for Mm -hmm. just sharing with us, for opening up the word and just diving in and helping us see who God is and how we can just be so just us with him. So I I appreciate you so much. Yeah. And thank you for what you do. Thank you that it's, it's, it takes courage and boldness to, to go out into the podcast world and to run after what God has placed on your heart. So I'm excited to to watch what God does with you. Oh, oh thank you. I'm excited <laughs> to see too. <laughs> okay, guys, come on. Was that conversation not just 
absolutely amazing. So much encouragement, so many insights, and just reminding us that we can just come to the throne of God and be ourselves, that we can come and talk to him as we are. We don't have to get right first. He loves us just as we are. I pray that this time together brought to light things that you and I both can just put into practice and deepen our relationship with God, just solidifying that authenticity and vulnerability with Him. He's waiting on us. He's expecting us. So let's just show up. Let's just show up and be with Jesus. I took so much away from this time together. If you listened to this episode and took something helpful with you, I'd love to hear about it. Go down to the show notes and follow one of my links to connect. Want to hear more personal and applicable ways to have more confidence in Christ? Check out the daily CCKs, two to three minutes to start your day off with confidence-filled scripture. Until next time, authentically share your confidence in Christ with others.